Hi, and welcome to the Beer and Eggs podcast. I'm Jessica, and I'm here with my husband, Ryan. Hello. <laughs> and we took a hiatus of reading through the Gospel of Luke, but we're back. And we're going to finish it out because we have six more chapters left. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to break it into two episodes. Yes. But, yeah. We're, we're ready to finish. I am. I'm ready to finish this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to get us started. Okay. We're on chapter 19. He entered Jericho and was passing through. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. And he was seeking to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not, because he was small in stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry up and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who was a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he is also a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. As they heard these things, he proceeded to tell a parable, because he was near to Jerusalem, and because they supposed that the kingdom of God was to appear immediately. He said, Therefore, a nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom, and then return. Calling ten of his servants, he gave them ten minas, and said to them, Engage in business until I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a delegation after him, saying, We do not want this man to reign over us. When he returned, having received the kingdom, he ordered these servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know that they had gained by what they had gained by doing business. The first came before him, saying, Lord, your mina has made ten minas more. And he said to him, Well done, good servant, because you have been faithful in the very little, you shall have authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Lord, your mina has made five minas. And he said to him, And you are to be over five cities. Then another came, saying, Lord, here is your mina, which I kept laid away in a handkerchief. For I was afraid of you, because you are a severe man. You take what you did not deposit and reap what you did not sow. He said to him, I will condemn you with your own words, you wicked servant. You knew that I was a severe man, taking what I did not deposit and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money in the bank, and at my coming I might have collected it with interest? And he said to those who stood by, Take the mina from him, and give it to the one who has ten minas. They said to him, Lord, he has ten minas. I tell you that to everyone who has, more will be given. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. But as these, but as for these enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them, bring them here and slaughter them before me. And when he had said these things, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. When he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany at the mount that is called Olivet, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village in front of you, where on entering you will find a colt tied, on which no one has ever sat yet. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? You shall say this, The Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went away and found it just as he had told them. 
And as they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, Why are you untying the colt? And they said, The Lord has need of it. And they brought it to Jerusalem, to Jesus, and throwing their cloaks on the coat, colt, they sent, set Jesus on it. And as he rode along, they spread their cloaks on the road. As he was drawing near, already on the way down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered them, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. And when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, What would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace? But now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up a barricade around you and surround you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground, you and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. And he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold, saying to them, It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. And he was teaching daily in the temple. The chief priests and the scribes and the principal men of of the people were seeking to destroy him, but they did not find anything they could do, for all the people were hanging on his words. Do you want to talk about that one or do you want to just keep going? Uh, let's keep going and then talk about it. Okay. On one of the days while he was teaching the people in the temple and preaching the gospel, the chief priests and the scribes with the elders confronted him and they declared saying to him, tell us by what authority you are doing these things or who is the one who gave you this authority. But he replied to them, I will ask you a question and you tell me was the baptism of John from heaven or from men. They discussed among themselves saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, why did you not believe him? But if we say from men, all the people will stone us to death, since they are convinced that John was a prophet. And so they answered that they did not know where it came from. And Jesus said to them, neither am I telling you by what authority I do these things. But he began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard and leased it to to vine growers and went on a journey for a long time. At the harvest time, he sent a slave to the vine growers so that they would give him his share of the produce of the vineyard. But the vine growers beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And he proceeded to send another slave, but they beat him also and treated him shamefully, and sent him away empty-handed. And he proceeded to send a third, but this one too they wounded and threw out. Now the owner of the vineyard said, What am I to do? I will send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the vine growers saw him, they discussed one with one another, saying, This is the heir. Let's kill him so that the inheritance will be ours. And so they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and put these vine growers to death and will give the vineyard to others. However, when they heard this, they said, may may it never happen. But Jesus looked at them and said, then what is this statement that that has been written? A stone which the builders rejected. This has become the chief cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will crush him. And the scribes and chief priests tried to lay hands on him that very hour, and yet they feared the people, for they were aware that he had spoken this parable against them. 
And so they watched him closely and sent spies who pretended to be righteous in order that they might catch him in some statement so that they could hand him over to the jurisdiction uh, and authority of the governor. And the spies questioned him, saying, Teacher, we know that you speak and teach correctly, and you are not partial to anyone, but you teach the way of God on the basis of truth. It is, a, is it permissible for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But he saw through their trickery and said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose image and inscription does it have? They said, Caesar's. And he said to him, to them, Then pay to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God, God's. And they were unable to catch him in a statement in the presence of the people, and they were amazed at his answer and said nothing. Now some of the Sadducees, who maintain that there is no resurrection, came to him, and they questioned him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaving a wife, and he is childless, that his brother is to marry the wife and raise up children for his brother. So then there were seven brothers. The first took a wife and died childless, and the second and the third married her in the same way. All seven died, leaving no children. Finally, the woman also died. Therefore, in the resurrection, which one's wife does does the woman become? For all seven married her. Jesus said to them, The sons of this age marry, and the whim are given, women are given in marriage. But those who are considered worthy to attain that age and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. For they cannot die anymore, for they are like angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection." But as for the fact that the dead are raised, even Moses revealed this in the passage about the burning about the burning bush, where he calls the Lord of God the Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now he is not the God of dead, of the dead, but of the living, for all live to him. Some of the scribes answered and said, Teacher, you have spoken well, for they did not have the courage to question him any longer about anything. But he said to them, How is it that, that they say Christ is David's son, for David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore David calls him Lord, and so how is he his, how is he his son? And while all the people were listening, he said to the disciples, Beware of the scribes, who like to walk around in long robes, love personal greetings in the marketplaces, the chief seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets, who devour widows' houses for appearance sake, offer long prayers. These will receive all the more condemnation. Chapter 21 Jesus looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the offering box, and he saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. And he said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty put in all she had to live on. And while some were speaking of the temple, how it was adorned with noble stones and offerings, he said, As for these things that you see, the days will come when there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And they asked him, Teacher, when will these things be, and what sign will What will be the sign when these things are about to take place? And he said, See that you are not led astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time is at hand. Do not go after them. And when you hear of wars and tumults, do not be terrified. For these things must first take place, but the end will not be at once. Then he said to them, 
Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and in various places famines and pestilences. And there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors for my name's sake. This will be your opportunity to bear witness. Settle in, settle it therefore in your minds, not to meditate beforehand how to answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be delivered up even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and some of you they will put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake, but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance you will gain your lives. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that it is its desolation has come near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let those who are inside the city depart. And let not those who are out in the country enter it. For these are days of vengeance, to fulfill all that is written. Alas, for women who are pregnant, and for those who are nursing infants in those days. For there will be great distress upon the earth, and wrath against his people. They will fall by the edge of the sword, and be led captive among all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles, until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And there will be signs in sun and moon and stars, and on the earth, distress of nations and perplexity because of the roaring of the seas and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. And then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out in leaf, you see for yourselves and know that the summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place, and to stand before the Son of Man. And every day he was teaching in the temple, but at night he went out and lodged on the mount called Olivet. And early in the morning all the people came to him in the temple to hear him. And that was Luke 19 through 21. Mm-hmm. Nice. Any thoughts? Yeah, lots of thoughts. <laughs> so we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. So go for it. What are you thinking? Um, yeah, I th- this, the, in Luke 21, the things to come. And the, the <laughs> oh, Christ, yeah. That... <laughs> Those are like the big, the big ticket items, obviously. And it's, Heavily debated mm. <laughs> portions. Yeah, it's heavy, heavily debated. Basically, the big takeaways, though, are be on guard, be looking out, you know, be doing what you should be doing, what your master is instructing you to do for mm-hmm. when he comes, you know? Well, that kind of ties into all these parables about the servants. Mm-hmm. It's like, be the good, diligent servant yes. who's doing much with what your master has given you. Mm-hmm. Don't be lazy. Don't squander. Don't squander what... 
what he's given you and commanded you to do, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's not like that servant lost what his master gave to him. He kept it. Right. He kept it safe. It was safe. But he didn't do anything with it. And that was that was the danger, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just interesting stuff. Obviously, you could dig into every single sentence and, like, you know, measure the moon and stars and be like, <laughs> whatever. Well, but and I it's mean, so, it's so I would encourage people on... to do that with humility. Yeah, but we already know not, that it's not for us to know when. Well, no, not to discern, like, oh, what day is Jesus returning, but yeah. to learn what exactly is being said here. It's in the Bible for a reason. And well, it's yeah. not to confuse us, you know. And even if we don't quite understand it, there's still something to be gleaned from it that's going to grow us as Christians mm-hmm. or convict us or, you know, all the great things that God's Word does. Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway from that whole, all of 21 is just to, or that second part at least, is just to do, you know, don't be looking at that day with fear, be looking forward to that day because that's your day of redemption, you know, mm-hmm. and tell others. Which seems like such a contradiction, right? I mean, not maybe to like someone a... who's well-versed in the Bible, but he's talking about all these horrible things. And then he's saying, yeah, don't be afraid. Mm-mm. Because you know Why that, is that the time is near. Yeah. Yeah. Because your redemption When you hear these coming. things happening... And these terrible things are happening to you. It's because it's all supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It reminds me of that verse. I forget what it is. I need to start memorizing like the actual chapters and verses of verses that come into my head. But there's a verse that says, um, you know, rejoice when you meet trials of various kinds because your reward is great in heaven. Mm -hmm. It's the same concept. I would say. Yeah. In chapter 20, it always makes me sad when I'm like, there's no marriage in in heaven. I don't necessarily know exactly what that means. I mean, there's one marriage. Well, yeah. Christ and his bride. Yeah. But like, are you and I, when we both croak, (laughs) you know, are we going to be like, hey, you're that one guy. That I lived with <laughs> and raised, you know, four kids with. I, I just, I'm curious how that that uh, interaction is going to be. I'm curious too. I would guess, and this is just a guess. I would guess that there's still definitely going to be a familiarity and a bond there. Well, it's not like we. For, well, I assume we don't forget. I highly doubt we forget. Like, it's not like we're just gonna be like blank slates up there. Like, oh, how did we get here? I don't think. I highly doubt that. Why? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but it's not like we're going to, if anything, we're going to be closer in heaven than we are here. Yeah, in a just completely different way. In, in a, a different much, way. In, but a, it, in a complete way. But yeah. can I tell you something? This yeah. isn't like a slide at you or a slight at you. <laughs> it's going to be. She's going to say something rude. No, guys. our relationship will be better in heaven than it is here. You know why I say that? Okay. Because there's that not going to be bad. any sin. 
I thought you were going to be like, there's not gonna, I can't wait to get rid of you. Of me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm saying the fellowship that we'll enjoy, it will be even better than what we experience now in a marriage. Yes. So, yeah. but yeah, what does it look like? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I have no idea. And then, the, of course, the one thing, or the one that I like in chapter 19 is the, he drives the traders from the temple. I love, it's not that I love, it's so ironic how that gets used these days, this particular passage mm-hmm. for like rioters. Yeah. And I'm just I've like, seen that. <laughs> you guys are so far from the point of this whole thing. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's just really off the map. Yeah. Cause like, He's these guys are in on the temple grounds in the place where the Gentiles are supposed to be to worship, right? Like the whole point of the chosen people of Israel is to be a light to the rest of the world. Right. And all that they've done is make it a market out there where the Gentiles can go. Yeah. To try and sell things. That's the most human thing I've ever heard, isn't it? that's so human yeah i mean every time i think of like the things that israel did i'm always like that's just just so telling of all of our hearts like it's just so human it's just (laughs) like like, so selfish and you know what i mean like so missing the point yeah yeah it's crazy i don't know i like that um it happens like after his triumph triumphant entry so he enters and they're all saying hosanna hosanna you know Mm -hmm. and he cleans out his house (laughs) yep it's kind of like what he does with us on a personal level maybe i don't know if that's a far-reaching application (laughs) i don't know about application maybe metaphor a metaphor. You know, he comes into our life. He's he's our king and then and he causes cleans chaos. out all the idols kidding. in our hearts <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> Sometimes a multiple at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, I wanted to mention, I think it's at the end of uh, chapter 20, uh, two things. So the Sadducees... It says they specifically, they deny that there's a resurrection. Yes. And it's so humorous to me how they ask the question because they're like, clearly they don't believe there's going to be a resurrection. So they're like, hey, Jesus, how's this going to happen in heaven in the resurrection? You know? (laughs) Yeah. They're like, oh, so you say this is happening? Well, tell us about that. I don't know. It's just, I I hear like, I can hear their like tone in it almost. (laughs) (laughs) And then I really liked uh, verse 41 to 44 when Jesus is asking them the question. I don't know if I'm just not paying attention enough in the Gospels, but I feel like it's very rare when Jesus is the one asking the questions, you know? Like he does, but he talks in parables a lot and he talks in you know, just clear statements. But it's just interesting how he's the one proposing this question where he's like, how can they say that the Christ is David's son? 
For David himself says in the book of Psalms, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand. So how is he his son? It's just, I don't know, it's interesting. Well, he's teaching them about himself. Well, I think he was just throwing it back at them. I don't know if they cared. Well, it's kind of like everything Jesus says. It's like it's like a judgment on those who won't believe, and it's a blessing to those who do. Yeah. Yeah, he starts ask he starts asking people some more questions because then the, they ask him, you know, by whose whose authority are you teaching these things? And he asks them a question before he he answers them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting how we get the insight. It's not like it's not like they thought about it logically. They weren't like, hmm, was John's baptism actually from heaven or or not? Yeah, they, they were like, they, how is it gonna look? They weren't honestly wanting an answer. No, they were like, they how were is trying it to trap him? How is it gonna look on us with how we answer? Yeah. That's all that they based their Yeah, they weren't actually on. And they were like, the never truth. mind, we're just not gonna answer. And he's like, Well, I won't answer you then, you know. Yeah. So. Don't answer a fool according to his folly. Is that a verse? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It if just makes me think of that. Yeah. Well, they weren't actually wanting an answer. And it, yeah, I don't know. Here I am jumping up. They definitely again. they definitely did want an answer. Well, they wanted a wrong answer so they could throw it in his face. The right answer <laughs> was the answer they wanted so they could crucify him. Oh, my gosh. Well, so they definitely wanted an answer. He just wasn't ready at that point to give it to them. So he asked them a question that put them in the same situation they were putting him in. And, just, and they were like, well, we're not going to answer. And he's like, well, yeah. I'm not going to answer you because it's not time yet. Well, yeah. It's that close. Too. We're not there yet. Almost. Three more chapters. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts mm-hmm. and for reading with me. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode, which will be the last episode over this series. Uh, The series. Yep. Yep. See you there. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.